0: It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Margaret Moore, known as Coach Meg, is an entrepreneur, a biologist with an MBA, and a 17-year veteran of the biotech industry in the U.K., Canada, France, and the U.S. She was CEO-COO of two biotech ventures, and then she shifted focus from the high-tech side of medicine to prevention and well-being. And she founded Well Coaches Corporation to enable people to engage in health-giving lifestyles day in and day out. And she's the co-author of Organize Your Mind, Organize Your Life, and she's joining us today on Amy's Table. Welcome, Coach Meg.
1: Thank you so much. It's wonderful to be here.
0: Well, you know, I was really intrigued. I I had the opportunity to spend actually quite a bit of time with the book, and I'm really intrigued by the whole how you start out with the rules of order. And I thought maybe we could talk through some of those things that you say we can all learn to do.
1: Yes, well, what's beautiful about living now and here is that the, the field of neuroscience has just been incredibly productive, especially in the last 10 years. So we actually now know about the kind of software that comes installed in our brains, and when we tap into it, it works wonderfully.
0: Well, you know, the first one that you have uh, as part of the exercise of the book, you have people read through these six rules of order and decide which most they could, you know, show some improvement in. And the first is tame the frenzy. And this is actually probably a bigger part of most people's lives than they realize, isn't
1: that's right, because there aren't many people who do not complain about having too much stress. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, we we walk around with kind of a beehive <laughs> buzzing around our heads, and it turns out that that negative static, big or small, impairs the thinking part of the brain, the front of the brain, the prefrontal cortex, which makes it hard to focus. It makes it hard to access our memory and problem-solve and be creative and be productive.
0: Well, you know, it's funny because when you talked about neuroscience, and I'm sure some people are going, oh, no, where are we going with this? But you know what? The analogy that you make in Tame the Frenzy is with the dog whisperer. It's very approachable information. And and tell us a bit about how he really has this Tame the fren- Frenzy, you know, sort of kicked.
1: Well, so what what is his trick and the trick of many people who um, work with um People or, or animals that are stressed is the ability to pull out the calm, the calm and the presence in the mo- moment of chaos, the ability to tap into it. And so when he puts himself into this deeply calm, present Um, and positive state, you know, the interesting thing is that as humans, we pick up the energy of others. It's infectious. Yes. And so so when someone radiates this calm, mindful, and energetic state, it's not about relaxing. It's about being energetic, but being uh, calm at the same time. And when that energy is in front of you, whether it's a man or a a woman or a child or an animal, uh, we pick it up and we take it on. So,
0: you know, when you say that we can learn that, how, how how do you get there? How do you get to the point that you can pull that calm? And I think in the book, one of the words that was used is assertive, not aggressive, but assertive, calm and assertive. You know, how how do you learn to adopt that presence?
1: Well, the first thing to, is to know that we're born with it. So it's not about inventing it and building it and constructing it. It's about tapping into it. And so, as coaches, we try to help people first go where you know where it's natural. Where are in their lives? Are they already at their most calm and peaceful? And and really um, think about when that happens and what are the conditions that lead to that that. And it may be way in your past, you know, on vacation. I remember a client once saying it's on the beach in Hawaii and we talked about how do I create beach moments in Hawaii in my day-to-day life. So first, the starting point is to really recognize when you're in that calm place and then really think about what conditions created that and how can I recreate that.
0: Oh, that's that's very good advice. And I think that people would be amazed just taming that frenzy, being calm and present, as you say. Well, the next one is sustain attention. And, you know, after I took some time to read through your book, <laughs> I realized, boy, that's the area I have to work. Somebody will come in and talk to me. I jump right off what I'm doing. I'll go, you know, 85 different directions. And, you know, that leads to the beehive and number one that you were talking about. So how do we find that sus- ability to sustain attention?
1: Well, first, um, you have to be intentional about sustaining attention. So you've actually got to tell your brain that now we're going to focus, and this is why we're going to focus, and this is why this is important. And so we, you got to make a decision, a conscious decision, not sort of just slide into it without thinking about it. Um, then the next thing is to recognize that the brain is um, has. Radar and it's always on. And so your brain is constantly scanning the inside and outside for signs of danger and things to be aware of. And so recognizing that distractions are always there, you need to then build a a more conscious uh, relationship with them. So when they arrive, you stop, take a deep breath, and say, huh. What's this distraction about? Is it important? You know, is it my boss calling and I do need to shift focus? Or is it something that I can, that can wait? You know, and most things can wait an hour.
0: Well, I thought that was so interesting how number two and number three, which is apply the brakes, kind of tie in together. Because as you say, there's always this radar searching and it's knowing when to recognize, oh, you know what? There's enough distractions now or this is an important distraction. I need to stop focusing on what I was focusing on. And apply the brakes. I mean, that's such good information. And sometimes I think it's just the awareness of these being issues in our lives. I think this book helps us really exactly. organize that. Yeah, you know,
1: again, when, when, we're, when we're sitting on good science, it works. And so when you start to realize that you can put the brakes on, you'll find that it, it, it may not be that difficult. Now, some people have more difficulty with distractions. I was talking to somebody on New Year's Eve who, you know, who talks about how hypersensitive she is to distractions. You know, it's hard to sleep. Every little thing wakes her up. Um, so some of us have a hard harder time. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, the brain has the inbuilt brakes, so we can and, and choose to apply them.
0: If you're just joining us, we're speaking with uh, Coach Meg, also known as Margaret Moore. She is the co-author of Organize Your Mind, Organize Your Life. You can train your brain to get more done in less time. And, you know, one of the interesting things I I read in the book, Meg, is that you should decide where you think you're going to have the most success for change first. And I I think that's interesting. You know, if we go into the new year thinking, oh, wow, we want to, you know, make all these changes and we have failure that can actually beget more failure, can't it?
1: Absolutely. So, there. So, I I talk about the the twin engines um, that allow you to change. That you need to have both. Fired up. One is that you're motivated, that you have a heartfelt drive to do it. So you need that in place. And you may there may be some pieces of this where you feel more uh, motivation than others. And then you also have to be confident. You got to believe you can do it. And and so uh, you got to kind of sift through all the different things you could start with and find the one where the drive is there and where you think you know I think I could do this. And when you are successful, then your confidence goes up and your motivation. Goes up, so, so don't forget about what everybody else is saying is their first priority. There's no prescription here. It's really being thoughtful about where am I going to get traction because kind of like dominoes, if I pick the right domino, the other ones will move and the whole change process will be easier.
0: That makes so much sense, and that's one of the other things I know you stress in the book is you're in charge. You decide where you want to, you know, make these improvements or tweaks that'll make life better, not what your spouse or your friend or you know other people tell you. Well, I've got to tell you, one of the gems I took away from the book was the launch pad in the morning. I thought that was right. such a great idea. Can you yeah. touch on that before we let you go? Yes.
1: Yeah, so, so uh, we had a story about uh, one of. Um, Dr. Hammerness, my co-author's patients, um, who had a real struggle getting her days off on the right start, and that's a lot of us have that, you know, challenge. And if you if you get off on the wrong footing it can really impact the rest of the day and and um, they came up with the idea to create a launch pad you know a, a, a place where keys and wallet and all the important things you need were all there so that when it was time to launch the day you could grab and run and so that's an that's an example of an idea that worked really well for one person in terms of taming frenzy at the beginning of the day that may not be your Trick, um, and you have to experiment. You got to be a scientist and try out different things that will tap into our brains. Are all so different, you know. We each respond to different things. But mm-hmm. when you find the thing that gets you into a calm place in a moment, and there are ways to get your brain to do that, then wow, you know, you know how to bring that frenzy right down and get your day off to a good
0: start. Yeah, I almost think you could use that launch pad as almost a place to set your intention as well. You know, I am going to tame the That's frenzy. Idea. Yeah, yeah, you know, just that little reminder of hey, here's where I'm going to sort of get it all together, set the brain, organize my mind so that I can yeah. organize my life, which of course the book is Organize Your Mind, Organize Your Life. Well, you can find lots more information about Coach Meg, about the book at CoachMeg.com and of course I'll put all of Meg's information on a table.com, But thank you so much. Really great to talk to you. Great information. I, I really took a lot away from the book. So thanks for sharing it.
1: Thank you so much, Amy. And uh, onward and upward, as I say.
0: <laughs> That's right. Well, thanks so much.
1: Stick around for
0: another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q. It's Amy's Table with
1: Amy Tolman. Yeah. Q102. Splash Weather Repel Premium Windshield Wash features a three-in-one formula that repels rain, sleet, snow, and bugs while leaving a streak-free shine. And its advanced beading technology keeps you seeing safely all year long. See safely on the road when you apply a little splash. Pick some up at Walmart today.